Your discretion is advised. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shooting Gallery Wrestling Podcast, AEW Unhinged. This is not a normal AEW Dynamite review. Well, because it's not a review. There are a thousand other podcasts out there and YouTube channels out there that break down each and every point of the show. Unhinged is not that type of review show. I am not going to break down every move, every aspect, every story, every single little bit, whatever. I'm not going to cover it. Unhinged is a podcast that will be a podcast that will call out trolls, call out social media warriors, or I like to call them keyboard warriors. This is the part of the wrestling community that needs to be called out. And trust me, we see them every single night when there's any wrestling event that's going on from WWE to AEW to ROH to Major League Wrestling and so on and so forth. We will talk about AEW here. We're just going to touch on subjects each and every week that are controversial. They're technically not attached to AEW, but let's get it going. I'm not going to be here for long. I'm not going to stay here and talk about an AEW event that lasted two hours and give you an hour preview show, a review show, whatever. The two subjects I want to get onto tonight are going to be the announced Casino Royale ladder match for Double or Nothing and the Mike Tyson TNT Championship belt um, reveal that will happen during Double or Nothing. So on May 10th, AEW announced that the Casino Royale ladder match will be a unique ladder match that will determine the number one contender for the AEW Championship at a later date. And of course, when we have this, we have the trolls, we have the staying accounts, we have the people who think wrestling should revolve around them come out in full force to make their opinion known. FYI, people. And some breaking news. They've already made the announcement of this event. They give two fucks about your opinion right now. And sometimes, these smart keyboard warriors just want to put stuff on internet because they think they know what they're talking about and they've done, you know, basic research. Well, you think they do, and they post anyways because, you know what, it's all about likes and, and shares and subscriptions and... You know, all the hoopla about being social media popularity, pretty, pretty much becoming a very total diva. See what I did there? But, as you can tell, I'm going to flash some uh, highlights of Twitters that have been going off on AEW. And most of them, as you can tell, AEW announced this match where the winner will receive the opportunity that AEW fans are insist are not stealing. Well, did you look at what the ladder match is going to be. Is it like the other ladder match on the other promotion? Like this guy. We want it to be different. We're going to separate ourselves from the WWE. We're going to have money in the casino ladder match. Or how about this guy posting a comment with the copying gif? And of course, Paul down there makes a good point. See, Paul, unfortunately, these troller trolls don't do basic research. We'll get to that later. And also, this guy. Posting a picture of Finn Balor hosting up the Moiny in the bank like briefcase. It's not that hard, people. It's not hard. See, these dumbass keyboard warriors or social media justice warriors, whatever you want to fuck they call them, they, their job, I think, is basically to get on social media to stir up conversation or just act like complete dumbasses. They think the show should be them. It should be all about them. See, it's about my needs and my opinions. 
Who cares? That's how it is on the real world and social media. It's all about their needs. Who cares? So, basic research for these idiots out there that are calling out the ADW for copying. Copying the WWE. How dare the AEW copy the WWE? They shouldn't. They should be by themselves. I did a basic research on fucking Google. Easy. Google, who invented the money in a bank match? And what does pop what does pop up? In the WWE storyline, the concept for the money in bank match was introduced March of 2005 by Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho then pitched this to Raw General Manager at the time, Eric Bischoff, who liked it and promptly began to book it for WrestleMania 21. For you idiots who don't know who Chris Jericho is, this is the guy. You see him? Look at him. What belt's he holding? Oh, that's right. The AEW belt. So technically, the man who invented the damn match is now employed by the company who has this set up for double or nothing. So please, please do some basic research before you start typing bullshit on the internet. Then again, most of you are just doing this to get likes, subscriptions, follows, and of course you got those standing counts that are severely obsessed with women wrestlers that are 45 to 50 year old men and the only thing they're posting is 22 year old wrestler videos of nothing but Alexa Bliss, you know, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, you know those freaks. Yeah, you got an episode coming your way too. What is the difference of this match compared to the Money in the Bank matches? Well, this match starts off with two competitors and every, I think they said two minutes, another competitor comes out and there's nine total competitors for the ladder match. Nine, you know how many are in the Money in the Bank match? Six. How many start off of that match at the same time? Six. So please tell me why is this ladder match so copy in the Money in the Bank? Matter of fact, Money in the Bank is so successful that the people get the briefcase and they run around the shows each and every month thinking they're going to cash it. Some of them fail to cash it and it's not a match. You got to surprise the champion. This match gives you a title shot, which right now the four competitors in this match are... Colt Cabana, Scorpio Sky, Darby Allen, and Orange Cassidy. And the Twitter controls and moles and, and Justice Warriors got mad about what has Orange Cassidy done to deserve a spot. Go look at his indie film, people. Basic research. Look up Orange Cassidy. Look up the stuff he did at ROH. Just a little. Just a little bit of research can save a lot of lives from this hectic nightmare. I like the match. I like the concept. And of course, I think Chris Jericho had some insights in this match because he is undoubtedly the creator of this match. Do I like it? Hell yeah. Is it copying the WWE? No. Every wrestling organization has a form of a ladder match. If it's such such copying the WWE, that means every single promotion, Impact, ROH, Major League Wrestling, New Japan, all of them, should be all getting sued by the WWE every time a ladder is debuted in a freaking ring that has a briefcase or a contract on top of the fucking ladder. Give me a break, people. So we go to another joyous topic. Then again, Twitter goes crazy again because you know what? We're in 2020 and we gotta be social justice warriors. Because that's what we do. If it's political, we got a bitch. If it's financial, we got a bitch. If it's about a movie, we got a bitch. But this one is about the person who's going to unveil the TNT Championship at Double or Nothing next Saturday night, May 23rd on pay-per-view. At Double or Nothing, Mike Tyson, a multi-time world champion, is going to be at Money in the Bank to reveal 
the TNT Championship belt to the winner of Lance Archer versus Cody Rhodes match. But, uh-uh. The Twitter trolls come out in force, stating, laughing my ass off. This was huge when, when the WWE did it in 98, about 20 years late to the party. Or calling that convicted rapist should not be on the show. Or the social scumbag, Debbie, convicted rapist Mike Tyson. Awesome, guys. It happened three decades ago. 30 years ago. Half of you people who are complaining about this weren't even even born. Yes, you know, you 28-year-olds, you weren't around. The guy did it 30 years ago. He did it when he was 17 years old. He's almost 50 or right above 50 years old. So please, tell me how Mike Tyson showing up to a wrestling event pisses you off, but you love him in Hangover. Jesus Christ, you guys loved him in Hangover. You love it when he drops that beat. You know that Phil Collins beat? I can feel it coming in the end of night. You know that one? You guys loved him then. You guys make fun of him every time he's on Saturday Night Live? You all love him, but once he goes on to a wrestling promotion, oh Jesus Christ, it, it's, you know, the sky's falling. You guys are pathetic. That's what's wrong with wrestling Twitter and the wrestling community. You idiots think that your voice counts. Do I think my voice counts? No, I'm just a little nobody that lives in Jacksonville, Florida, exactly two miles from the headquarters of the AEW. Does my voice count? No. But sometimes calling out other people's bullshit to put on the main stage needs to be called out. How does certain things outside wrestling don't affect your judgment about a certain thing, but once it enters wrestling, it's freaking news. Am I right? I, everyone everyone was all up and beat about Hulk Hogan in the WWE years ago. And I agree. What he said and what he got caught saying behind doors was bullshit. Trust me, I lost a lot of respect from that dude when I heard what he said. Now, there's other things that have happened to superstars, WWE, Impact, whatever. They've said some things. And, the, and you, you, you bet an eye. Like, oh, he didn't do it. Like, Valentine Dream of NXT has been accused of sending nude pictures to minors. I go look on Twitter. There's people defending his ass already. You see, Twitter, social media, and the wrestling community are is so toxic that many of you convince yourself via tweets that certain things are okay to talk about and not okay to talk about. And also, there are things that you technically convince yourself the lie is the truth and the truth is a lie. Because based on whoever has that blue check mark. So if something that happened 30 years ago pisses you off so bad that when it was announced last night that Mike Tyson was coming into Double or Nothing to unveil the title belt, you guys lose your shit. Go to something that's pretty big, like music. Who got accused of having sex with kids? Michael Jackson. Everyone knows Michael Jackson. He was accused of messing with kids, but everyone loves him. Still does. When his music hits, most of you guys will dance to it. And you won't even give a fuck about his past. But God forbid Mike Tyson goes to double or nothing to unveil a belt who may be just a five-minute TV spot. Who God knows. Oh, my God. I can't spend $50 for a pay-per-view, and he's on there for five minutes. That's what's wrong with wrestling Twitter. So what do I think about AEW this past Wednesday night? It was pretty cool. Pretty exciting. Some good matches. I love the setup to the ladder match that you guys really freaking hate. You know, Scorpio Sky, Orange Cassidy, Colt Cabana, Phoenix, Darby Allen. It's a good match. I'm excited. You got the women's title. And you have the free-for-all brawl between the elite, the inner circle, 
in the football stadium. So technically, this fight's going to take all over Everbank Field or TIA Bank Field, whatever the hell the Jaguars are calling their stadium this day and age. AEW Double or Nothing is setting up to be a great show. I'm more pumped about this pay-per-view than I was for Money in the Bank. I love the WWE. I have passion for it. There was only three matches on that pay-per-view that deserved to be on pay-per-view. All the rest could have just, you know, been on Raw or SmackDown or... If they even have, you know, Velocity or, you know, Sunday Night Heat around, those that's where those matches should belong on. Double or nothing's in two weeks. Or less than two weeks. And it's set up to be a great event. So for you social media justice warriors, keep bitching and keep complaining and keep, you know, thinking that your opinion means something. And sit there and buy that $50 pay-per-view because we know you're going to do it. You know, all your bitching and all your complaining, you're still going to buy that pay-per-view for 50 bucks, And you're going to see Mike Tyson... You're going to see that ladder match. You're going to see who's going to win that ladder match. Tyson's going to reveal the, the championship trophy. And the pay-per-view goes off. And we go on living our daily day lives like nothing happened. That's what's wrong with the wrestling community. That was what's wrong with a lot of these social justice warriors or keyboard warriors. So therefore, I've been speaking long enough. This is AEW Unhinged. This is what Unhinged is about. This is what every week's going to be about. We will get to subjects that would deal with the matches on the in the ring, or subjects that will deal with that. Today was about you lovely keyboard warriors. I'll have a pleasure calling you guys out every single week because I will. Am I doing it for likes? Am I doing it for follows? Am I doing it for subscriptions? Hell yes. That's my job. That's what I'm doing. I'm pissing you off so I can get contacts and clicks on YouTube. I know the game. I know how to play it. Hope you guys have a lovely Wednesday. And you keyboard warriors, you keep doing your keyboard things. And come holler at me on my Twitter, at J-904, or at the Shooting Gallery Wrestling Podcast. I will love to have some heat with you. Because I really don't care. I will offend you anyways. And laugh at you anyways. Because that's what I do. Anyways, this has been the Shooting Gallery Wrestling Podcast. Unhinged version of AEW Review. You can follow us at PWNNewsroom.com. And also... You look above, see all the other videos there? You go check them out. SmackDown, Raw Review with my buddy, Carlos, a wrestling movie guy. And also, there should be one right there. You see that button to the right? Yeah, click that. Subscribe. See you guys next week. I'm Jay Dash. Peace.